Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Dream Big My Friend podcast. This is your host, Francis Vitakovic, and today we're going to be chatting about 10 things that I do to make my parenting feel at least 100 times easier. Now, after recording my other episode on 10 things that I do to make my life 100 times easier, I thought I'm going to challenge myself to think about the things that I do to make parenting feel easier. And as was the case with the previous episode, literally 10 tips just popped out straight away. I wrote them straight onto this whiteboard that I have now sitting in my office and I'm just going to share them with you here today. So let's just dive right on in. So the first point that I wrote down when I came up with this list is one of the things that I do to make my parenting life feel so much easier, me showing up as a mum every day with my kids is knowing that it is totally normal for kids to make mistakes. And I've added there in brackets, don't expect them to be perfect. So think about all the reasons why you might feel really frustrated or annoyed or angry at your kids. It's because you expect them to behave in a particular way. And then when they don't, we have thoughts about that. And those thoughts are going to generate feelings in us. But if, well, what I personally found, I should say, if we just assume that mistakes are going to happen, that's part of the growing process. It's part of being a human is that we're going to make mistakes along the way. Then for me, I found that I don't really freak out as much when my kid does something that I might not have expected them to do or wanted them to do or anything that falls into the damn I so wish that you just didn't do that bucket. So mistakes, okay, pun parcel of being a kid, that's how they learn. I think that expecting them to be perfect is almost setting yourself up for instant disappointment because if you aren't perfect, and I think that we can all put up our hands and say that we are far from perfect, even as adults, we're still probably continuously making mistakes along the way every single day probably and so just know that it's normal for kids to make mistakes nothing has gone wrong it's just part of them being a little mini human being they're not going to be perfect they're going to make mistakes totally normal definitely makes my parenting life easier when I know that in advance the second thing that I have written down on my little board is I think about how I want to show up each day so that's actually the most important question that I ask myself as a mum every single day is how do I want to show up? Like, how do I want to show up in this moment when they're losing it? How do I want to show up in this moment when I could choose to be really frustrated, but how do I want to show up instead? Just keeping that question in the forefront of my mind, how do I want to show up in each and every moment has definitely like helped. Like if we have a compass when it comes to like guiding us in the right direction, that one question is probably a question that always points me north, always points me in the direction that I want to be heading. And now for the third tip that I have or the third thing that I do that makes my parenting life so much easier is I allow my kids to feel their emotions. So I don't know about you, but I'm not a robot. I feel things all the time. It's because we're a human. We think thoughts, we have feelings that go along with those thoughts. Totally normal. So for us to expect that our kids aren't going to feel the full array of emotions from negative to positive is probably not really realistic because they're humans just like us with a human brain. And I think that the best thing that we can do as humans, and I really wish that they taught this at school, is to learn to feel your emotions rather than constantly resisting them, rather than thinking that you have to stuff them down and bury them deep within. Kids are allowed to cry. Kids are allowed to be angry. Kids are allowed to be frustrated. The 
Kids are allowed to say that they hate you if they feel like it. Let them feel that emotion and let them know that it's totally okay to feel their emotions and we're supposed to express them. We're supposed to allow them to be. And that's not to say that they have to react when they're feeling that emotion, but just acknowledge that that emotion has come up. Nothing has gone wrong when they're feeling it and just allow it to be. So because I don't expect my kids to always be happy, they're allowed to be angry sometimes. They're allowed to be mad. They're allowed to feel whatever they want to feel. Of course, I'm going to guide them in the right direction in terms of like managing those emotions well if they can because you don't want them to lash out or feel like that's an excuse to like behave in crazy ways. But for them to feel those emotions, that's okay. They don't have to be happy all the time. As humans, we're sometimes going to be angry and sad on all the feelings totally normal. And I acknowledge that in myself and I allow my kids to have those same emotions too. Well, they're going to have them anyway, but just rather than pretending that they don't exist, acknowledge that that is totally fine. That's how we get good at managing our emotions by firstly letting them be. And now for number four, I love to ask myself the question I've actually written down. I wonder, will this really matter in 50 years time? That honestly is something that I've had to like keep in the forefront of my mind when it came to things like kids having a messy room or kids having attitude or any of the eye rolling. Will it really matter in the grand scheme of things? Usually not. Like usually a teenager is just going to be a teenager while they've been a teenager. And a toddler is going to be behaving in the toddler way when they're a toddler. Will it really matter in the long grand scheme of things? Probably not. I think that just asking myself that question, I know I've written here, will it really matter in 50 years time? I used to ask myself in 200 years time, we're all going to be gone. Is it going to really matter? Not so much. All good. Helps to, it helps me to keep things in really good perspective. And now for point number five, or the fifth thing that I've written down has been something that helps make my life, my parenting life a hundred times easier, is that I understand that challenges equal growth and resilience. So I think that most of us wish that we could like bubble wrap our kids and they never have to experience a negative emotion and no one's ever mean to them and they don't experience any challenges in life. But once again, that is not realistic at all. They're going to go through all those feelings just like you did growing up. Think about all the hardships and obstacles that you faced as a kid. Maybe you had like a friend be really rude to you. Maybe you were left out. Maybe you were rejected. Maybe you missed out on something that you were really hoping that you would achieve. You went through all those feelings and you survived. If anything, there would have been something that you gained from those experiences that would have strengthened you inside because uh, we have the opportunity to help our kids understand that they can learn from all those experiences. I, that's something that I actually say. Everything that you go through it doesn't need to go to waste. What can you learn from that experience? That is how we grow. That is how we strengthen our wings so that we can fly. So rather than panicking if my child's ever going through a struggle, I just say, that's okay. It's normal. We're going to go through struggles at times. We can grow from this. What can we learn? Let's just keep on moving forward. Or sometimes I don't say anything and I let them be. I just let them know that I'm there for them. But for us to accept that challenges are necessarily a bad thing, they're not always a bad thing. We can use them as opportunity for growth and as an opportunity to grow and become stronger human beings. And that applies not just to adults, but to kids too. So for me, it's helped me really reframe the way that I look at challenges. And whenever my kids are going through something that I wish that they didn't have to go through, maybe that's exactly what they need to be going through right now in order to just go to that next step. And all I can do is be there for them. It almost links back to that number two tip that I had, which is I get to decide how I want to show up. I get to decide how I want to show up when my kids are going through challenges, but to expect that they would never go through a challenge totally not realistic. It's going to happen. And the way that you come to peace with it is just accepting that it can happen and it can be okay. Okay. You can gain something from that experience. 
Hey, my friend, I just wanted to pop in and say that if you listen to this podcast and ever think, oh my gosh, I really wish that I could get some one-on-one help actioning out all these ideas, I have the best news for you. Did you know that I'm now offering private coaching? So if you feel like you would benefit from some one-on-one support and guidance and accountability from me, your very best and biggest cheerleader, make sure to check out my Dreaming to Doing coaching experience. Or if you prefer to start small, feel free to dive into one of my mini courses, which I've created just for you. Now, these courses are going to help you show up in your life and in your business and in your family as the very best version of yourself. So you can freely ditch all the mind drama and grab the tools that you need to help you not just dream bigger, but to live life with more clarity and intention starting today. So you can find the link to my coaching program and courses inside the podcast description. And I sincerely look forward to connecting with you on a deeper level. The next tip that I've written is I don't compare my kids to other kids. Now I have to say, this has probably taken years of practice to get to this point where I actually consciously say to myself, I'm never going to compare them to someone else. I'm going to let my daughter be whoever she was born to be. I'm going to let my son be whoever he was born to be without ever expecting them to behave in a different way. Like just because so-and-so is doing that. So-and-so is doing that because they're so-and-so. My kid is my kid. And if I have to compare them to anyone or be to the version of themselves that they're aspiring to be, like so that they're always aiming to do better each day in the same way that I am. But I have found probably in the past, if I ever did do that comparison game, it just makes you feel totally crap. That's actually not fair. Like think about how, how like if my husband was to compare me to other wives, like how unfair would that feel? And as one of three sisters, I know that if my parents ever compared us to each other, it just makes you feel totally crap. Like if you've experienced it before, you know how crappy it is. So just don't do it. Like when you know better, you can do better. And that's something that I've just consciously just made a decision. I'm not going to compare them to anyone else except to themselves. Okay. So that they're constantly, hopefully growing in their life. And now for tip number seven. I don't think or expect that I need to be perfect. So the reason I'm talking about myself here is that I feel like so many mums experience mum guilt because they wish that they behaved in a different way. They should be kinder and so forth. I don't think that I need to be perfect. I just am always going to acknowledge that I'm doing the best that I can with the tools and resources that I have at my disposal. And sometimes my best is not going to be or not going to feel like my best. And that's okay. Just like I don't expect my kids to be perfect, I have to grant myself some grace in the same way. And that means it's totally fine if I'm perfectly imperfect. I'm happy to own that. I'll wear it like a badge of honor. And I also tell my kids, okay, I'm going to throw this in. They're not perfect either, but they don't need to be. They're allowed to make mistakes. They're allowed to have flaws. They get to be perfectly imperfect too, just like every other human and every other creature in this world. That's a way that we're wired to have imperfections, to make mistakes. And it's okay. Like giving yourself permission to make mistakes and giving yourself permission to be imperfect is like the greatest gift that I feel like you can give to yourself and to your kids. Now for tip number eight, the eight thing that I do to make my parenting feel a hundred times easier, maybe a thousand, is try not to take things personally. That was actually one that my daughter sort of encouraged me to write. She came in the room, I was up to number eight and she's like, what are one of the things that you can do? It's like, try not to be overly sensitive. And it definitely is a tip that I think makes parenting feel so much easier. It's when you know or remember that when your kids are going through all their feelings, sometimes it has nothing to do with you. We need to remember, especially if our kids are a lot older, 
but they have a full life just like we have, the one that exists potentially outside the home with their friends, with their teachers, with their school. They're going to have feelings going on inside their head. It's not always going to be about you. So try not to take things personally. You need to be really good at managing your brain and understanding that they can be angry and it could have nothing to do with you. And they can be hormonal. It can be nothing to do with you. And when this happens, when they're experiencing all those negative emotions and maybe not showing up in the way that you particularly love, when you have this like attitude in your mind, okay, that I've decided not to take things personally, I'm not going to be oversensitive, it means that you don't make it mean anything about you when they're behaving that way. You know that they're just a human. They could be having a human moment and it's all good. And actually, once again, links back to that how I want to show up. It's so much easier to show up in a way that you love when you're not taking things personally. And now for tip number nine, or the ninth thing that I do to make my parenting so much easier is know that it's not your kid's job or anyone's job to make you happy. So I think this was like a nice way of saying that you've got to make sure that self-care is a priority. You've got to make sure that you're taking care of your own needs. Other people in this world don't exist to make you happy. You need to be able to do that for yourself. You need to be able to fill your own cup And for me, I've definitely always made that a priority. It's not anyone else's job to make me happy. And in case you're wondering why that is the case, it's because happiness doesn't come from outside circumstances. It doesn't come from outside people. It does not come from my husband or my kids. It comes from my thoughts. And that's the one thing that I am capable, fully capable of managing. I can manage my thoughts because my feelings of happiness are going to come from the thoughts that I am choosing to think. And I am in full control of that. And now for the final tip I have to offer you. One of the things that I do that makes my parenting a hundred times easier is that I grant my kids the grace to be human. Just like I'm going to have human moments, we need to understand that they are little humans. Maybe they're teen humans or mini adult humans with a human brain. So grant them the grace to be that human that is sometimes going to need your compassion, your forgiveness, your understanding, your attention, your focus. And actually, when I think about the word grace, it just reminds me of love, like True unconditional love means that you are there for your kids, good times and bad, ups and downs, throughout all the challenges. You allow them to be who they were born to be. You support them on that journey because they're going through a journey in life just like you are. They, if anything, could benefit from your love and support. And unconditional love, I feel like something that that's something that we all crave. We want to be loved, flaws and all. We want to be understood. Even when we don't even understand ourselves, it's so great to have someone that's in that corner for you, cheering you on, supporting you, loving you. And when you grant your kids the grace to be human, it means that they know it's okay. They know that they've got you in their corner. They know that you have their back. They know that you are there for them when they need you. And that really is like a really quick, I'm just going to give you a quick summary But these are the 10 things I do that makes my parenting feel a hundred times easier. Because if I didn't do these things, I promise you everything would feel definitely a hundred times harder. So my quick summary is number one, I know that it's normal for kids to make mistakes. So I don't expect them to be perfect. I think about how I want to show up. I allow them to feel their emotions. I wonder, will this really matter in the grand scheme of things in 50 years time? I understand that challenges equal growth and resilience. So that's why it's okay for them to experience challenges. I don't compare my kids to other kids. I don't think or expect that I need to be perfect and nor do they. I try not to take things personally, so I have to manage my brain really well. I know that it's not my kid's job to make me happy and I grant my kids the grace to be human. Those 10 simple tips are a game changer. Feel free to embrace any of these ideas if you think that they will be helpful to you on your parenting journey. 
If you're looking for more additional support, please know that I am now private coaching again one-on-one inside my The Dreaming to Doing coaching experience. So please make sure to check that out. It's in the show notes. And other than that, take care, my friend. I can't wait to catch up again with you. Until next time, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com, where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friend.